1: Hey, friendo, Steve here, and Larson. And
2: on today's going in raw news brief, Paige is learning about unions. Jazz may have wrestled her last match, and Fox may have revealed the identity of the SmackDown hacker.
1: But first, are Otis's days as Mister Money in the Bank numbered? Larson, what's in the news? You know, basically, ever since Otis won that Money in the Bank briefcase in somewhat surprising, uh, almost accidental fashion. Oh uh, yeah, we've been wondering a. Why, B, What are they gonna do with him as Mister Million? The Bank now that Roman Reigns is champ over on SmackDown, a successful cash in by Otis seems way outside the realm of possibility. Uh, so it seemed like SmackDown was gonna do some sort sort of story involving Miz and Morrison trying to get that briefcase off Otis. But after uh, Otis's match against John Morrison on SmackDown this past Friday, where he destroyed destroyed Morrison, um, it seems like maybe no confirmation, but maybe. They're just going to not do that. They'll have the segment next week with Otis or this week with Otis in the court where he's defending himself and he like impresses the judge. Lawsuit dismissed. They'll shake things up with the draft with either Miz and or Morrison going to raw. So that leaves us back kind of at square one with Otis. What are they going to do with Otis as Mr. Money at the Bank today? Russell vote provided maybe a bit of insight into what WWE may have lined up for Otis. And that briefcase. This is what Russell votes had to say. Quote, there have been multiple pitched ideas to remove the money in the bank briefcase from Otis and make the storyline a main focus again, some of which are really decent ideas I've been told. However, and this is a big however, Otis's biggest fan is Vince, so right now, no go.
2: Well, if Otis is such a if Vince is such a big fan of Otis, why isn't he trying to make him like a legit? contender, which is what you need for money in the bank. This has been four months now that we've been saying, you know, at the outset, we said, okay, I mean, I had an open mind about it. Let's see what steps we can take. And it would be a very difficult journey to get there because Otis is firmly a comedy guy. Yes. They book him really strong as we saw this past Friday on SmackDown, but what you got Eight months left. Like I know that's a long time, but it goes by pretty quick. Yeah, I mean they've already gone through uh, five months. And on top of that, you have to their to to WWE's credit, you have two top champions that are dominant, dominant figures. And waiting in the wings are potential opponents that are also dominant. I mean, who knows what's going to happen after the draft with uh, with the Universal Championship. But right now over on Raw, Randy Orton, I don't think it's going to happen, but he could easily legitimately win that title off Drew at Hell in a Cell. Um, you know, over you, you have The Fiend, although he sort of moved away from that scene. Um, you know, uh, any number of people can move over to SmackDown perhaps to present a big opportunity for the, for Romans in our universal yeah. championship. Yeah. I don't think that's going to, I don't think he's going to drop that title for a very long time. It seems pretty set in stone, but that being said, I mean, that's sort of my point is that you've got two really strong champions right now. I Otis, you know, Otis, even Otis in my mind can't even compete. Well, okay. He could conceivably take the IC title off of Sammy. Cause Sammy is booked. He's booked strong, but also a bit on the cowardly side, a bit on the cheater side. Um, Lashley is a dominant U.S. champion, so even if you go down to the mid card, Otis is outclassed.
1: I, I don't know. Yeah, there's there's really no conceivable way in 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 the near future, at least, where Otis can cash in on really any of the champions outside of maybe a, a tag champs, where it seemed believable and and legit, just because. If this had happened next year, if Otis had, if they gave Otis a good, uh, you know, kind of singles run over the course of the year, uh, next year, put the the briefcase on him, and by that point, we're further into the Roman story. Maybe at this point, he's already turned face. I don't know. Move Otis to Raw. Things would be different there. It it this seemed like a thing where Otis, or sorry, Vince became fascinated by Otis and the potential maybe of Otis, and says, "Well, we got to put the briefcase on him now, rather than waiting, developing him as something more than a comedy wrestler." something more than a tag team wrestler. And then uh, him carrying that briefcase seems like more of a threat. Cause right now there is zero threat.
2: Why isn't, uh, why isn't Vince like obsessed or a huge fan of big e? Andrade You
1: yeah. know, I big mean, e, I, I, Alistair black, yeah, I mean, look, look, dude, no, Ricochet. There,
2: are, there are tons of other people. There are tons of other people. There are tons of other people. Why isn't Otis? Look, Vince obviously is a big fan of our truth. You yeah. know, he's let R-Truth carry a lot of stuff. He's never in like the upper scene, but he puts him out there with Brock sometimes and, he, and they have a good time. R-Truth is terrific. It, it, why can't Otis be in the 24-7 title scene? You know, like, why can't you say, oh, I'm a big fan of you here. Be a, a featured part of the 24-7 scene. Yeah. Mr. Money in the Bank needs to be like a legit, you know, if it's a heel, he should be a manipulator. Uh,
1: an opportunist like Edge, the best money in the bank guy. Um, or, or if it's a face, do what Mr. Kennedy did say, I want my my WrestleMania main event. I'm cashing in then. Yeah. Then there's stor- a story to be told. But if they Otis said build. the day after I Made the Bank, I want to cash it at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, uh, it's like, okay, you have a year, well, about a year to build them. But man, that's a ways to go. But if you had waited a year before putting that briefcase on them, then went through with this, then circumstances might be different. He might fare much better.
2: Even in that, so dude, you're being wildly optimistic about Otis's chances of being legitimate at any time. Oh, yeah. Like, I you know. can you can have I the know. guy win, but nobody's going to care. They just want to see him do Chris Farley stuff. I know. You know, that's, that's why they're doing what they're doing with Big E. It's because they want to make him more legitimate. So they have him go through a lot of violent stuff. And, you know, he, so so by by virtue of the story, he's got to tone down the silliness because, hey, I'm angry. This guy just put Seamus just put me through a windshield. Mm-hmm. So, like, there are ways to do it. And they haven't done any <laughs> instead, of it.
1: Instead, instead, they have Otis defending himself in the court of law,
2: which look, I'm going to enjoy this segment. I think it's uh. probably going to be hilarious. Otis is funny to me. I think he's great. I'm a fan of Otis. But I also recognize that that's not the guy you put money in the bank on. Nope. Unless unless you see demonstrably him start acting more like an actual person, make him relatable, and and on top of that, you give him a bunch of wins, which, I mean, they, they're doing the wins thing. They're, they're it,
1: giving him wins, yeah.
2: That's sort of even been, you know, uh, spotty, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, honestly, I think that they had the absolute Perfect opportunity and story. The Otis, Mandy, Sony Deville stuff was hot at their blow off match. Uh, they, well, I, I understand that, you know, life got in the way, but it didn't seem like that was going to be the case anyways, but you have Otis save Mandy's job by putting the, the, the briefcase. He gives up the briefcase to Sony yep. Deville. Yep. Uh, she, you know, backs out of the stipulation. And then if, in that, at that case, you know, if, if Sony Deville had to go away or whatever, you know, you have her vacate and you do a tournament for her. You put her back on somebody who's legitimate. Sony Deville really could have been a terrific. Like if you cross genders, uh, if you cross, you know, uh, gender divisions, and put it on Sony Deville, my god, like she would have run with it. There's all sorts of opportunities to do this. I know, uh, I know, but uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see, man. We'll we'll see when. Uh, you know, it sucks because it's always fun to have. That was a fun thing about Brock having it. Is that there was always that looming, terrifying I threat? I know of Brock Lesnar waiting in the wings. You just you do not feel that with Otis at no, all. He's never all. even threatened. There was one time when he joked about cashing in with like Braun.
1: Yeah, it was Braun, and I was
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> right? That was just been. That would have been no. just yeah. No. That would have been horrific as well. Anyways, uh, talking about horrific WWE's uh, continual nickel and diming of their wrestlers might lead to a union, and Paige might be the one leading the charge. One of the most vocal talents speaking out about WWE trying to crack down on talent's use of third-party platforms has been Paige. And with a single tweet yesterday, she may may have taken the next step in pushing back against Vince's overreach when it comes to dictating what independent contractors under his employ can and can't do. Of course, Paige, as you guys know, has a massively popular Twitch page where she has... Uh, I think somebody, I think uh, uh, Chris Danker did some very basic math on this. And even if all the subs that she has are tier one subs on Twitch, she's making $50,000 a month. That's not even counting bits, ads, uh, donations, uh, additional tiered subs, which no doubt she's getting probably significant about that. At least bare floor, the minimum, $50,000 a month. That's crazy. So, of course, good she's going to She's her. gonna say, no, you're not going to reach into my pocketbook. Yeah. So yeah. she tweeted this out. Learned a lot about unionism today.
1: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll I mean, see. It's promising, that, it's promising that, that, you know, I don't know exactly how she's necessarily educating herself about unionism, unionization. Um, it's good that she's doing it. And it's good she's saying that she's doing it because then hopefully to the, put the thoughts in people's head. That A is a possibility, and then also something that W B will uh, be. I'm sure they're aware of it. Um, uh, you know, hopefully, it's just okay. She's learned about this. Maybe she's talking to other people. It seemed like uh, uh, you know, potentially some of her and her fellow Twitchers. I'm sure are having uh, some conversations. I would guess.
2: Well, the, you know, I also noticed this. this.
1: We we've referenced uh, a Twitter user
2: SoDo to a uh, mm-hmm. on our show before. And uh, on his Twitter feed he tweets he tweets a lot um, So I'm trying to scroll through it to see exactly who it was that she's actually following but uh, he pointed out that Paige is now following uh, like an entertainment lawyer or hmm. like a union uh, like a labor entertainment lawyer or something like that mm-hmm. um, uh, on her uh, in her Twitter follows. Oh here we go. It says here uh, she is following Lucas Middlebrook Labor attorney with focus on labor and sports law, representing airline and professional sports-related labor groups, including professional fighters. Uh, that was uh, as of yesterday. So cool. you know you could put two and two together. She's talking to some people who know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, and then Zelina Vega responded with a, like a thinking emoji.
1: Yeah. Uh, to to one to page's yeah. tweet here. Yeah. I yeah. I hope I hope he gets the ball rolling on all this. Uh, uh, you know, the wrestlers need to. You know. Unionized in some respect, uh, or even just the threat of it to, 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 to motivate some change within WB because something has to happen. Yep. Something has to happen because yeah. the way that the talents are, are, are being you know, treated. It, with respect to the third-party stuff is ridiculous. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, uh, I have no, uh, no segue
2: no segue here. So we're Something just going to talk was, about... That was
1: ridiculous, ridiculously awesome. The shocking reveal of Mustafa Ali as leader of Retribution last night. And uh, the official Twitter account of WW on, WW on Fox, which is of course called WWE, WWE on, on Fox, Fox yeah. tweeted us uh, still of Ali commanding Retribution to attack the Hurt Business, with the caption, this is a quote, Mustafa Ali with the retribution hack. Oh. Hashtag WB Raw. So did WWE on Fox's Twitter account, WWE on Fox, just c- confirm Ali a SmackDown hacker, yay or nay? Nay. Uh,
2: although that'd be awesome if it was the case. Uh, I This is uh, WWE on Fox. I don't know if they are actually
1: a WWE account or a Fox account. I thought they, because like when this account launched, launched about a year ago with SmackDown going to Fox, like their Twitter game was pretty strong, and I thought oh, I heard it was, it, was, it was at the time. I thought I heard that it, was, it used to be one of the, like somebody used to work for NXT social or something like that wasn't banning it. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I thought I could have made that up. It was a year ago, and in this old brain of mine, that's an eternity. As far as retaining knowledge. Was there was at least some WB connection as far as who was managing that account. Like, you know,
2: yeah, you know, the, well, I don't know. I mean, in terms of like who actually owns it, I imagine whoever does it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, was this the same account that tweeted out the thing about the draft and who should get first pick?
1: No, that was oh. WWE. Itself. It was actually WWE's. Okay. Um,
2: yeah. Like you said, this account,
1: uh, so, so in the- uh, sorry, me interrupt this to clarify, uh, the, the bio for this account says the official Fox sports Twitter account for all things, WWE. So it is a Fox sports account.
2: Okay, cool. Um, whoever was initially running this, as you said, very savvy with social media, very savvy with, uh, WWE and what fans enjoy seeing. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, I, I would imagine this was just throwing all the great fan theories out there about the SmackDown hacker, you know, being Mustafa Ali and then going on to lead retribution. I will say this, though,
1: if, if punctuation is any clue. It's uh, Mustafa Ali with the retribution hack. So it's mm-hmm. an exclamation uh, mark or point, not a question mark. Yeah. Now if it was uh, if it was a question mark I'd say for sure they're just feeding the potential fan theory but they're they're excited about this this seems declarative definitive he's a smackdown hacker and they oh, just told man, us that Steve. get <laughs> out of here
2: maybe hey maybe the in storyline this is Mustafa Ali tweeting they hacked they hacked the WWE on Fox account and uh, and Mustafa Ali is is tweeting this out uh, so hey look man there's so there's so much great speculation about all this Again, WWE stumbling their way into a potential long-term angle, into a retroactively long-term angle. They 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 really should run with it. And I really do hope that Mustafa Ali, being as ambitious as he is as we've seen in the past, dude, this guy could whip together a video promo that's two minutes long, that ties it all together, that would have people marking out. Will they let him do it? I hope so. I hope so. Odds are no, though. No, it's not gonna happen probably. We'll find out. Uh what we're also what we also have found out is that uh, legendary wrestler Jazz uh seems to have retired in an interview with Chris Van Vliet. Uh Jazz announced that she has wrestled her last match. Well, potentially, she said this, and these transcripts come to you from wrestlingnews.co. Uh it says, honestly, I just had my last match this past Sunday. I am done in the ring. I was going to do, wrestlers always, they always push a little bit though. I was going to do a whole tour in 2020, but with pandemic happening, that screwed everything up. I've been having issues with my knees and my back and a lot more issues physically, mentally, and emotionally. That's why I had to forfeit the NWA title. I have two beautiful daughters that I have to focus on them right now. However, uh, okay, so this now this transcript comes to you from divadirt.com. Okay. Uh, she said, according to this, it says, I was going to do a whole tour in 2020, but with the pandemic happening, that screwed everything up. We'll see for 2021. We may mm. do a little tour. Ah. So there's the caveat there. There you um, go. You know, if if she has plenty of time off, the knees start feeling better. The independent scene starts blowing up again because everybody's going to be so anxious to to go back to these shows on mass. Uh Hopefully, you know more people uh, will be able to see a little retirement tour as she's, uh, uh, you know, speculating may yeah. happen yeah. here. Yeah. But uh, if not, man, hell of a legacy, stellar that she leaves. career, yeah, stellar career, absolutely stellar career for yeah, sure. She was,
1: she was, she was phenomenal,
2: phenomenal. Mm-hmm. She did, according to this Diva Dirt thing, it says a uh, part of the interview also. It says Jazz adds that she went into her last match knowing that it would be her last. She adds that in the future she may do some short work, such as a few spots. But she won't be doing full matches anymore. So, uh, you know, with with she says she doesn't want to Terry Funk it, uh, which you know is just endless retirement match after retirement match after retirement yeah. match. Uh, she's earned uh, a, a restful uh, uh, retirement. But you know, wrestlers, man, they love to wrestle. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll see one final match. Maybe the NWA came to her and said, "Hey, do you want a big, a big time, you know, send off?" on pay per view, one of the NWA pay-per-views. Yeah. Maybe maybe she maybe she won't say no there. Who knows? That's a possibility. It's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yep. So anyways, uh that does it for us for now. Uh at two PM Pacific time, uh, we will be going live For Friendo Club TV members, you can get Friendo Club TV access uh, via a Twitch sub, via YouTube channel membership, or $5 on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We're going to be power ranking uh, five potential new NXT champions if we find out that Finn Balor's jaw injury will cost him or will lead him to vacate the title. We got some out-of-the-box suggestions, so uh, if you are a Friendo Club TV member, please uh, keep an eye out for your notifications. We'll be going live at 2 p.m. Pacific. So thanks so much for watching. Until uh, next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the Friendo Care package, and so much more. Support going in raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson.